Today's feature segment, Dan Ives is here, Managing Director, Equity Research, Wedbush Securities. Dan, we couldn't have you on a better day. Everybody, they're biting their nails. They can't wait till October 13th. Is, are we going to actually get a phone? Is that what investors can expect? Yeah, it's and great to be here. It's, look, I think this is a drum roll to a once-in-a-decade super cycle for Apple. I think it's really their most important product cycle especially since iPhone 6, when we go back to 2015, we'll see four phones as part of the iPhone 12 5G. And this is this is a drum roll to what's really going to be what I look out in the next 12, 18 months, just a massive product cycle for Apple. And I think from start to finish, stall iPhone. I don't expect them to drop any hints about any other products to take away from this monumental event. It's amazing. So you're telling me we're going to get four different phones on the 13th? Is that, are you pretty sure about that? We're definitely getting phones. I mean, because I know it was high comma speed and that was the invitation. And, you know, they always do this drum roll buildup. I mean, is that what we're definitely going to see for Apple phones? Yeah, I'm as confident in, in four phones as the Yangs went in tonight. And it, it just comes down to, you know, look, Nicole, it, it, it's about price points, too. Because you're going for on the model side, you know some of the higher end, some of the the, the, the bigger form factors, and then some lower price below a thousand on on some of the smaller. And this is important, especially in this macro. And it comes down to, and this is the the key number: forty percent of the install base, three hundred fifty million of nine hundred fifty million iPhones worldwide are in a window of an upgrade opportunity, and that. Combined with 5G and what, what I view as just a, a massive product cycle is what I think drives Apple significantly higher as a stock. And I think it all starts with a drum roll on Tuesday. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I fall into that category, by the way. I still have my eight plus. Um, OK, don't don't shriek. I have my eight plus. I like ha having my old phone. I don't like to move over to new phones. Anyway, that being said, um, what are you expecting to see? What will be some fantastic features on these new phones that are, will be introduced? Well, I think the big the big part of the feature is going to be the 5G component in, in terms of that's really what I view as the gateway to what's going to be the next sort of technology cycle that we see over the coming years, from apps to infrastructure, smart cities, as well as a host of other areas that are all going to drive off 5G. I think from a camera technology, you're going to see enhancements there. From an overall model perspective, again, I'm not expecting significant changes because the last right. thing Apple wants to do right here, especially going to a 5G cycle, is tinker with what's working. And I think that's something right now, when you when you put this one-two together, one-two punch, that's why I think Apple right here, I see 150 in a year, 175 bull case. So 150 in a year, 175 is the bull case on Apple. By the way, every call you've made here on our network has come true. And then some. And then you just keep changing what you're always first on the street to get out there and make these calls. So congratulations to you for being on point over and over and over again, Dan Ives. Um, tell me about the cloud space names. They've roared higher. And I know you have your Ives ETF. I mean, I don't know anybody else with an ETF or fund or whatever that has their own name in it. So what are some of the names there and what's going to drive it? Look, and, and it speaks to what I view in 20-plus years of covering tech, the most transformational trend that I've ever covered in cloud. And that was really the whole evolution of the IVES ETF 
along with Wed Bush and ETFMG as the, as the collaboration, going after SMIDCAP, the hearts and lungs, the core infrastructure with driving cloud. You know, many times you look at work from home names, some of the larger cap names, which of course we talk about all the time, but this is what's ultimately the infrastructure that's really facilitating that. And this is international. And that was a really big part of sort of coming up with the ETF and giving investors the opportunity to invest in this, what I view as a trillion dollar market over the next decade. Right. Right. So you're calling this one a buy too. this whole, whole group overall. Um, Apple, cloud, Tesla. Tesla is another area that you often follow and give us some light on that. Both Apple and Tesla had their stock splits now. Now we've moved forward. Tell me about Tesla going forward. Would you buy the stock now? Where's it going? Yeah, look, I, think, I, I view Tesla right now. If you look at China, that's worth 80 to potentially $100 a share. And I think you're going to go into a 3Q delivery where you know, you've already seen the strength. I think 500000 for the year is now hittable to beatable. And I think we could be looking at a million units in the next two to three years. And, and Tesla continues to be in the EV market. It's Tesla's world and everyone else is paying rent. So at 433, where do you think this stock could be headed? You have a bull case scenario for that? I'm bull case 700. And, and, and I think right here, wow. if you look at it, this is one where this is going to be a big step forward on profitability. Remember, a lot of the haters continue to talk about tax credits. That's how they're getting their profitability. Let's see what happens in a few weeks for them to show the sustainable profitability, especially when I look at China, the average Tesla, if you look at Model 3, is that's about 20% higher profit margin than you see in the U.S. That's the key. China is the winchpin to the story here in Tesla. Continues to see Teflon-like demand despite a once-in-a-hundred-year pandemic. Right, right. So overall, you have buy ratings on most of the names that we've discussed. I think you touched on Disney at one point, too, in one of our conversations. So if you were saying buy, 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 what would you shoot out? What names would you be shooting out? Well, it's, it's by look, ultimately, just take a step back. I mean, I believe hack 15% upside into year end for the overall tech cycle, led, led by FANG names, led by cloud, cybersecurity, as well as Apple. When I look at cybersecurity, I look at names like Zscaler, look at names like Verona's, VRNS, and then you look at cloud, of course, Microsoft, DocuSign have been our favorite picks there. And it speaks to the basket where you continue to own it. And of course, on streaming, Disney's been a core play there. And I think that's the way you can, regardless of the election, even though a blue wave obviously shows antitrust a little more risky, tech continues to be a green light here. I don't see a yellow light on the horizon. Right. Wow. You mentioned a lot. Zscaler, Veronis, DocuSign, Disney, Cybersecurity, Cloud, Fang, and Apple. All right, Dan Ives, I'll let you go for now, this time. Always bringing us the very best. I really appreciate it. I love when you're on. And you're Thank you upgrade. very, very much. Continue success. Pre-order, pre you're going to put it in next week for your phone. This thing is so old. I really, I could break a window and, you know, break glass in case something's wrong. Dan Ives, thank you. 12. Managing Director. Thanks. Equity Research, Wedbush Security.